0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to
1: your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. And once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Check your credit, compare your card. Go to discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply.
2: WSGI Richmond, WTPS, Petersburg, 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
0: They're super
2: ugly. Welcome to the following presentation from IMG. America's home for college sports. On 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. And thanks for listening to University of Richmond Athletics. It's time to talk University of Richmond basketball. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center, ten four six six Ridgefield Parkway in the West End. Tonight's show is brought to you by CarMax, Virginia Birth Father Registry,
1: Glory Days Grill,
2: and Lux Chevrolet. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521-8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice, text us 804-638-9508, or send an email to spidersportsline at richmond.edu.
3: Left of the lane, the pass out to Funk. Funk has it stolen by Jacob Gilliard, who has a breakaway layup at the other end. Oh, Jacob Gilliard there. The steal and the score. They put the Jets on. What a nice play defensively.
4: Spiders really ratcheting things up a notch here on D.
2: Now live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, and head coach, Chris Mooney. This is the Spiders Line on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN and the Spider IMG Sports Network.
3: Good evening, everyone. Welcome inside Glory Days Grill, Ridgefield Parkway on Richmond's West End in the Glen Eagles Shopping Center for our Monday Night Spider Sports Line as we talk Richmond and college basketball with Coach Mooney, with our special guests, and with you. Whether you're in the restaurant tonight, remember you can listen to us on the tabletop audio boxes on Channel 3, and we appreciate those of you listening on ESPN Richmond, 99.5, 1027 FM, 950 AM. ESPN Richmond special guest coming up in the middle portion of the show tonight. We'll talk with associate head coach, Marcus Jenkins. We like to get all of our assistant coaches on once a year. We had Rob Jones last week and tonight Marcus will be with us. And then we're going to kind of introduce you to Blake Francis, the spider who is uh, transferred from Wagner and is sitting out NCAA mandated red shirt year this season, working out with the team in practice and he'll be on the floor for the next two years for the spiders. He's going to join us tonight. Talk a little bit about his red shirt season with us Tonight, of course, you can be a part of the program five two one eight five zero one to dial us up and not six three eight nine five zero eight to text us on Twitter at Spider Voice and at ESPN Richmond. Also email us Spidersportsline at Richmond.edu. We'll recap the two games of last week, the games at St. Joe's Wednesday night and the home game Saturday against St. Bonaventure. And we'll preview the week coming up, particularly the St. Louis game on Wednesday night before the Spiders return home Saturday against the LaSalle Explorers. With that as a backdrop, Coach, good evening. How are you? All right, doing okay, Bob. Thanks. How are you? Very good. Thank you. So let's do that. Let's recap the week that was, and I'll take them in reverse order because I really do want to talk more about the St. Bonaventure game because of what the Spiders did in that game defensively. We've been talking all year about how do we get better defensively, what do we do to get better defensively, and you and your coaches made the decision, we're going to play some different defenses now, not just the traditional matchup that the Spiders are known for, but some man-to-man and a little bit of zone. Tell our audience a little bit about how all of that came to be and then how effective you thought it was in a game in which the opposition, St. Bonaventure, shoots only 42% from the field.
4: Yeah, I thought that. Um, well, number one, you know, we've had uh, we just have not been nearly good enough on defense, and um, you know, for for a variety of reasons. And you know, we look at the 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 regular or traditional stats, field goal percentage, and of course the advanced stats such as points per possession and effective field goal percentage defense, and all those kinds of things. And um, you know, we, we are, our rankings are low. We actually, we're uh, fairly highly ranked on offense and ranked low on defense and so um you know we, we are working very hard at it and and the one thing that most of the teams have in common at the bottom not, not not that much experience and so working hard at it and and we decided that you know we've sprinkled in a couple of different uh possessions of of different defenses during the course of the season uh but i've been committed to making sure that we would be um you know as good as we could as our base defense and uh i think that you know, in the um, in the St. Joe's game, uh, I thought, you know, an example of uh, the, the last kind of the key play of the game when Tyler Funk made a three. Uh, we were really, you know, the reason he was open is because we had two guys run to Charlie Brown, uh, who had really hurt us during the course. Yeah, understandable. Of the game. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. not not a bad play, not bad instincts, uh, but a good shooter was open and got the shot. And so we talked about it, and um, we decided that you know to to. To change things up from the start, you know. Again, we we kind of change things or make different changes during the course of the game within what we do. But we'll change things up from the start and uh, and also play a little bit more zone and do something a little bit different out of the zone. So, and I thought it, I thought it was good and effective. You know, um, we, we we play. You know, we played a a, a decent entire uh, forty minute defensive game. Uh, we we weren't complimented. You know, we shot so poorly, um, but but I thought we we played well i thought the energy and effort level was really high and and that was that was really important for us um and so i think that moving forward we we can feel like you know we we can do that you know and 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 probably need to do that you know um you know we one thing we didn't do as much as we would have liked to uh, is press i think we wanted Mm -hmm. to add in maybe you know eight to ten possessions to press and we probably pressed two or three times part of that is if you don't score it's hard to press um so I think adding a press in there and mixing up our defences, changing our defences. One thing I think that, you know, can, can help is if, you know, your 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 man to man defence can make your other defense a little bit better because, you know, so much of man to man defense, a team gets into a rhythm and a timing and and moving the ball and moving their bodies and then when they see a zone it's the stop and pause and look and, and reset. And St. Bonaventure did did a lot of that uh, in the game on Saturday and Hopefully we can use that to our advantage as we move forward.
3: A couple of thoughts on that. Number one, how impactful was it that you came out in the man-to-man? I think they were two for seven at the first media timeout, and you had mentioned to me earlier in the day that you were going to stick with the man at least through the first TV timeout and kind of evaluate it and go from there. And as Mark Schmidt said after the game, hey, great move by Richmond. We had no idea it was coming. took us a while to figure it out.
4: Yeah, I I thought it was good, and I I thought that, um, you know, especially when we get into the league, you know, we've played uh, against, you know, Mark Schmidt's Bonaventure team, you know, I'm sure more than a dozen times, and so they have certain things that they do to try to attack our matchup, and you know, we have certain things that we try to do to, to, uh, whether on offense or defense against them, and so um, I thought that that started out to be a good thing. I, I think uh, two years ago, TJ and Chandra, senior year, uh, you know the, the we were at right about fifty fifty percent of man to man, fifty percent of matchup. And going into that year, you know one of the challenges for us was that, uh, you know, TJ and Chandre are two of the best players we've had, uh, and they were our two worst defensive players. And so, uh, so we wanted to we, we, when you you know when you go to play man to man defense. You know, our matchup might take advantage of Chandra and TJ's cleverness and mm-hmm. and and savvy. Man-to-man defense won't as much, and it might use their lack of speed or quickness to a disadvantage. And so, um, but with those guys, were very committed, and 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 um, they were they were uh, experienced, you know, uh, mentally tough, and all those things, and they were very committed. Uh, and our and our defensive rankings were above average, not great, but above average. And I think that switching back and forth helped us i think this year going into it especially after um nick you know we 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 felt that with all the things we have on our plate it was going to be hard to i think we just got to the point where we said hey this is something that we need to do uh there are some you know kind of side benefits of playing man-to-man which just are you know fighting through screens Mm -hmm. added a little bit added level of grit um you know you might give up very similar shots or or rhythm shots and all but but you're, maybe you feel like you're dictating a little bit with your energy and effort level more so. And so hopefully that is the case, and, and, and moving forward, not only can it have those side benefits, but it can have benefits during the course of the game as well.
3: So that said, how frustrating is it then on a night where you actually get a good defensive performance? The offense, which had normally been there, just wasn't. There were plenty, I'm not trying to point fingers, but there were plenty of open shots that, you know, you know these guys are capable of making that they did not make Saturday night
4: yeah you know um it it obviously is 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 frustrating and and um you know I, I can sit back and see it and feel it frustrating and then i can also look at our guys who are hungry and and want to learn and get better and do those things and um you know kind of protect them from their own frustration and so i think that um you know we we had nine turnovers in the last two games yeah. you know four told four against Saint, him, yeah. yeah four against st joe's five against st bonaventure and That those that's a really important statistic for everybody especially us um and 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 we don't win those games and i think st bonaventure you know they double team grant nearly every time we got the ball they double team nathan paid extra special attention to to, uh to jacob uh and i don't say they dared us to shoot threes but they that was certainly where we had our best opportunities and we didn't we didn't convert and you know that's that's um part of the game you know i mean it's it's much harder to shoot in a game than it is to shoot uh, on the playground or at practice or wherever it is, and um, and and you, we're going to have those opportunities again. So we're going to have to, you know, shooting is so much about, um, you, you know, your your confident your ability and your technique and those things, but then your confidence and you're taking the right shots, and you can control more than anything taking the right ones. And I thought we did. Uh, your confidence is is you know you need to get to a point where you're you're um, desire and belief in yourself is is higher than your fear of missing the shot and um i think that i think that you know we're we're working at that and you know you're not always going to shoot well you're not always going to shoot poorly uh, you want to be in a position to to win the game when you shoot poorly which we were but at some point you still need to you need to make a couple of those shots it's just too valuable being that it's worth three points, it's just far too valuable.
3: You know, you're kind of answering this, but we did have an email question I was going to get to later. Spider Sports Line at Richmond.edu, if you folks have one about it appearing as though there might have been an unwillingness to take some of those big shots at the end of the yeah. game to your speak to your confidence factor. I'm not so sure the emailer was talking about jacob or grant or nathan but maybe the rest of those guys with some unwillingness to take the big shot in the big moment of the game sure and i think that um you know
4: i don't i don't you know i i I would not point fingers at any guys but i would also say that i would think that's pretty natural you know it's it's um you know there's a, a tension that grows in the game and and we're you know the way we play it's you know kind of the 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 play dictates who should shoot the ball, you know, and obviously we're gonna to try to have the ball in, in Jacob's hand and really try to get the ball into Grant and really have Nate um, have touches. But the you know, the, the the right play is what is what is important to us and you know, when you have those opportunities you, you, you need to take advantage and, and I think guys are growing into that. You know, it's 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 uh it's a challenge and when it you know, it feels much worse for the guy who missed the shot mm-hmm. than it does for, for everybody else who's watching and pulling him on. I mean, it, it, it just feels worse than it should, you know. And, um, you know, one thing I do think about that is we need those guys to to have um, more opportunities in the first half so that they feel like they're more into the game. Maybe a trip to the free throw line, uh, you know, a, an open shot early, a backdoor layup, some, something that where they feel a little bit more into it so it's not it's not anything new they've been doing it or they feel they've been doing it for the whole game
3: now one more thing real quick then we'll go to Ivan he's on the line and we'll take a break and coach Jenkins is here and uh Blake Francis is here we'll bring them up for the middle segments as well when the game was over the other night I didn't see this but I think it was our good friend Mike O'Toole who saw this because he's always the last one in the gym of course anyway who said afterwards hey everybody had left and there was Jake Wojcik back out on the court with Coach Lewis shooting and shooting and shooting. Yeah. These guys desperately want to be able to make those shots. Yeah, there's
4: no question about it, you know, and um, guys are really working hard, and, you know, uh, sometimes when we'll have, a, we'll have a poor shooting night, we're playing a team that's, you know, extra physical or extra athletic, and they've made more shots than us, and we're, for as much as we practice shooting and work on different things and get guys in the gym, but that's the way it goes, you know, and, and again, confidence plays you know it's far a far greater uh, part of this than anything else and so you know your confidence does come from your practice and Jake Wojcik is a, a bit of a gym rat and so that's what's going to give him his confidence that that sweating that shooting it that um you know uh muscle memory doing it over and over again and um you know I, I mentioned on the on the post game radio he is He's played about 30 minutes a game. He has in in 20 games or so, and he has 13 turnovers on right. the whole season. Mm-hmm. As a guard in college, that's a pretty remarkable number. And uh, he's working, and and um, you know we all see he's a tough kid, and he's going to be a great player. And you know, I, I think that um, it just comes down to a little
3: bit more confidence, and 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 ready to do it, and and we're all confident in him. Uh, let's get him that backdoor layup to start the St. Yeah. Louis game, and then he'll drain four or five three-pointers. Exactly. And right. he can point back to coming out after the game Wednesday night uh, that helped him directly in that regard. That's right. All right, uh, 521-8501 is our phone number, Six three eight nine five zero eight if you'd like to text us. We're at Glory Days Grill on the West End, Richfield Parkway in the Glen Eagles Shopping Center. Ivan, you're up with Coach Mooney, then a break, and then Coach Jenkins and Blake
5: Francis will join us. Hello, Ivan. Hello. How are you? Hey, Bob. Hey, Coach. How are you hey both Bob. doing tonight?
4: Doing okay, Ivan. How are you?
5: Great. First, uh, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: the most probing question
5: that Ivan could
3: possibly ask. I'll to Bob first for that. I will say I think the Patriots are going to win. That's not who I necessarily want to win, but I do think it's the Patriots game to win or lose.
4: Yeah, I would say the Patriots, you know, if, if you had to break the tie just because of the experience... Uh, is, would probably be such a big factor. What do you think, Ivan? I think you're
5: both right. Think you're both right.
1: Uh.
5: <laughs> First time for everything.
3: <laughs> 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 All right, let's talk some hoops. Ivan, what do you get?
5: Okay. Are you there? Are you there? We oh, okay. are here. Fire uh, yeah. away. Okay. All right. Well, I want to say that, that Saturday night game, you do everything at the kitchen, but the kitchen sink, and you almost came out with a big victory. I was really impressed with the way you didn't give up. Your, your team played very well in the second half, and you just ran out of gas before that. Before you uh, could clinch that victory. And and what did you tell the team after that Saturday night game compared to when you lost that heartbreaking game against St. Joe's? St. Joe's
4: so yeah I would say uh, I appreciate it Evan on uh, against Saint Bonaventure I, I really feel like you know, our effort and energy was great you know it, we and watching the game a couple of times it was 47 46 and 49 48 right in that right in that um, time period and we really had maybe on like five straight possessions some really really good opportunities and um, you know weren't able to get in the fall and, and even at the foul line I think uh, maybe went one of two uh followed by one of two so like over those six or seven possessions when we really had an opportunity to to kind of pull ahead our defense was very good uh we weren't able to do that and 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 that was tough but uh, everybody i figure everybody really was was alert and aggressive and competitive uh and then the st joe's game that was you know that that was uh uh a, a tough game you know i think when when you know, when things are going tough, everything kind of comes out at you and uh, makes things makes things more and more difficult and challenges you. And you know, to a certain degree, Bob and Ivan, we need to we need to create our own luck and and um, you know create our own opportunities, create our own um, big plays uh, because that's that's the way it's going to happen. And you know, I feel like uh, I don't feel like the guys are out there, you know, nervous and tentative or anything like that, but there is a part of them I think when that when that game when that tension of the game you know that that um that tension that's pr- produced by the game and by the competitiveness when that comes i think we need to more uh, embrace it more and step into it more and i think we're just a little bit you know we have enough inexperienced guys out there we're just a little bit uh tentative just a little bit tentative not nervous not scared but just a little bit tentative want to make sure we do the right thing and um so we talked about that and that again that comes with little bit of time and playing and experience and and uh i think the guys we have their mindset in terms of their approach to basketball is really really strong and really positive uh, and i think that will come with their time
5: what can you tell us about the st louis Billiken that you're going to be playing on wednesday, night? Right on wednesday
4: night yeah so uh st louis is a very very strong physical um elite defensive team you know they have uh they make everybody they make it hard on everybody to score you know not only do they have a a really good field goal percentage defense uh, but they have turned teams over so they have a high number of steals um, and and their opponents have turned the ball over and they're having a hard time shooting a good rebounding team Uh, on offense they can be you know they can go through a couple of droughts here and there Um, you know and, and part of that is you know you have a lot of times good big strong defenders aren't necessarily quite as as good as putting the ball in the basket but they're they really go after uh, the ball on the backboard, and they really play a physical game. And um, you know, it's going to be important for us to stand our ground. And we've talked about this before when we play physical teams that we have to be tough enough physically um, so that it can become more of a basketball game, and, and the things that we do well can show up. Whereas we move the ball and um, uh, you know have opportunities in transition and do some things that that we like. But first and foremost, you have to stand up to the physical test.
5: Well, good luck, Coach. Uh- I know you, you and your team come out with a big team victory this, uh, this Wednesday night.
3: Thanks, Ivan. I really appreciate it. Appreciate it, Ivan. Let's take a break. When we come back, Blake Francis and associate head coach Marcus Jenkins join us at the head table as we continue with our Spider Sports Line from Glory Days Grill on 99.5 and 1027 FM, 950 AM, ESPN, Richmond, and the Spider IMG Sports Network. For 25 years, CarMax has been a pioneer in the used car industry. 25
6: years. You know, if CarMax was a human, that would make them a tech-savvy millennial. Well, we've really embraced the whole millennial mindset, because with CarMax.com, you have the freedom to start your vehicle search, hold, or transfer from pretty much whereevs. Is it quick? For show. Easy? Most def. Convenient? Totes? goats. Yep, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. CarMax. Drive what's possible. For all things Spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's richmondspiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's richmondspiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's richmondspiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's richmondspiders.com.
3: Hungry but undecided on what or where? Go to Big Mouth Buffet and then decide. At Big Mouth Buffet, it's all you can eat every day. One low price. Want Japanese? Customers rave about their custom hibachi orders. Seafood sounds good? Check out their daily fresh seafood bar and sushi bar and Chinese food. And so much more. Nine delicious food stations to satisfy your hunger. Then end your meal with hand-dipped ice cream or berries, smothered in melted chocolate. All you can eat. One low price. And take out by the pound at Big Mouth Buffet. $43.38, 43
0: Laburnum Avenue Big Mouth Buffet.
6: At Herman Allen Plumbing and Heating, we're not your typical HVAC company. Sure, we can help you with your plumbing and heating services, but did you know we also handle gas and propane tanks, remodels, and new construction? We also specialize in drain cleaning, sewage, and water service repair or replacement, gas, electric, plus tankless water heaters, and, of course, HVAC maintenance and repair. Available 24 hours a day, serving the Richmond community for over 50 years. Check us out at HermanAllenPlumbingInc.com. Hey, Richmond, it's Mike Golick.
4: Listen to Trey Wingo and me every weekday morning at 6. Now on your your FM dial dial. at 99.5 and
2: 1027 ESPN. The timeout's over. Time to talk more Richmond basketball. This is the Spider Sports Line with Coach Chris Mooney from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center and live on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This is the Spider IMG Sports Network.
3: Top of the key to Gilliard, Dribble drive to the basket. Scoop shot, reverse layup under the rim. Drops through the net for Gillier. Well, if you can hear it on the radio that time, all the fans here ooing and eyeing on that nifty spinning layup The only time that Jacob Gilliard is not able to do that nifty spinning layup is when Blake Francis is guarding him in practice. And we're going to talk about that in the next couple of segments of the Spider Line. Welcome back to Glory Days Grill. Bob Black with you with Coach Mooney. As we mentioned before the break, our special guest tonight, uh, Blake Francis who is sitting this year out as a transfer from Wagner. He'll be in uniform. You'll see him play in the next couple of years. And Spider Associate Head Coach Marcus Jenkins has also joined us here tonight as well. Always intrigued when we have one of our transfer students who are sitting out a year and how they handle that year out we've had an opportunity to do that several times along the way very successfully for those guys as a matter of fact TJ Klein of course comes to mind immediately in the uh, in the most recent past and we'll get Blake's kind of impression of what it's like to sit out for the year and how much he's chomping at the bit to get that uniform on and play next year but Marcus I'm going to start with you because coach Mooney has sung the praises of that young man to your right over and over again already this year and how dominating a force he can be in practice and I know as assistant coaches you guys spend a lot of time with the guys who don't play quite as much, guys who are sitting out, that sort of thing. So give us your analysis of Blake Francis.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, happy to have Blake aboard. Happy to have Blake aboard for sure. Uh, he, he's different than really anybody we have on the team and, and in such a good way. Uh, he, he's got this change of pace and, um, you know, he, he's a very, very good one-on-one player. Which, you know, it really helped him out when he was at Wagner and they did some different things for him running him off screens and and he had the ball in his hands a lot. And, and you know, he, he shot the ball quite a bit and made the made it quite a bit. Uh, but but he's got this shiftiness to him uh, that's different than than really anybody on our team. You know, we've got some fast players. Jacob Gilliard's incredibly fast. He might even be faster with the ball in his hands. Uh, Andre is fast, kind of baseline to baseline and, and cutting. But Blake's uh, start and stop and kind of, you know, his, his 0 to 60 is incredible and, and just so so different. And we see it every day in practice and, you know, when he's going against the, the, the first team defense and uh, running the scout team's plays and, you know, he kind of becomes the other team's point guard or shooting guard or whoever he has to be for that day. And, and he can quickly emulate and then also add a little bit of his own game to you know whoever he's attempting to be uh but you know like I said a a very quick player uh averaged 17 points a game at Wagner and and shot the ball incredibly well uh he's got a a step back that I I don't know if anybody on our team has figured out how to guard yet and kind of one of his his go-to moves that he he seems to always be able to get off at the end of the shot clock when we're in practice um but I, I'd say his, his speed, his quickness, his ability to handle the ball, and then also, you know, something that, that coach and myself and the staff, we always look for in, in recruits is his sense for the game and his feel for the game. And, uh, you know, one thing that we, we didn't see right off the bat when we were looking at him at Wagner is his ability to pass the ball. And it's, it's just uh, it's incredible. He passes at a really, really high level. Uh, sometimes to to coach's chagrin there as he's as he's you know whizzing the ball all over the court against the first team defense and <laughs> you know causing some problems there but uh, you know it's a credit to to Blake and, and how good of an all around player he really is that he can dribble pass and, and shoot uh, really really well so like I said really happy to have him and and looking forward to him becoming eligible
3: Blake what's this transition year been like for you I'm sure you've seen other guys go through it but until you actually go through it maybe you can't quite understand what you've got to go through. What has this transition year been like for you?
7: Um, it's been different for me. You know, I'm not, you know, uh, usual to sitting out this year uh, this much. Um, but um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good thing for me, you know, just to learn, uh, just to host games at offense and, you know, just to, you know, physically get better. I mean, physically get stronger and uh, mentally just become a stronger player and uh, get better for next year.
3: How much do you have to remind yourself the things you're doing on the practice floor now are helping this year's team get better day in and day out? Uh,
7: well, that's one thing I try to do in practice is just, you know, just do anything to help the guys get better. You know, um, if that's, you know, attacking the basket or, you know, trying to take a guy off the dribble, you know, to help to help them get better with their defense or just anything like that, just anything to help, the, help my teammates out.
3: Why Richmond?
7: Um, I just felt as though this was a perfect situation for me, you know. I'm close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I trusted the coaching staff, all the schools that were um, recruiting me. And um, just pretty much I just felt like this is a perfect situation. It can't get any better than this, you know, being at Richmond.
3: How about from your perspective, Chris? Uh, Marcus kind of detailed it a little bit, but what did you see both not only on the court with Blake but also – you know, knowing he's familiar with the area, his mom and his dad, all of that of him coming to Richmond. Well,
4: right away, um, you know, uh, when we had Marcus had found out that he had uh, Blake had gotten his release from Wagner was looking and watched about four plays and uh, said, "Yeah, we would de- we definitely want to bring him down on a visit, want to take him." Um, but really, I would say his competitiveness is is something that uh, is is really very very high level and. Uh, every single day and he's in a situation where it's it's difficult you know it's monotonous being on the scout team monotonous going through practice when you're not going to play especially somebody who played so much in his first two years in college so i think his competitiveness is extremely high and i think we had a good sense for that right away uh both from you know talking to to coaches and people who played against him at wagner uh to when he came down and when he started to work out with our guys so i love his competitiveness and you know he's uh He's very int- he's very quiet, but I think he's very intense, and uh, I think that's really, really good for us and, and will prove to be great for us when he plays.
3: How much are you talking to the guys during the games? Now, you haven't really been able to travel because you're not allowed to do that when you're sitting out when classes are in session, but home games, obviously. How much are you trying to talk to those guys as the game goes on? What kind of help can you be during games?
7: Um, I try to help out all my teammates um, during the games because, you know, sometimes, you know, guys might get down if they miss a shot or two. And, you know, I just try to pick them up whenever whenever they make a mistake or anything like that, you know. um, And that's, like, the main thing. You got to pick everybody up, no matter how good or how bad they're playing, you know, just keep encouraging.
3: How much have you thought about what this is going to look like next year? Uh, which, you know, understandable, certainly, because you're not playing this year. But when you can be out there with a Jacob Gilliard and a Jake Wojcik and an Andre and how much have you allowed yourself to think about what those combinations and the chemistry is going to be like?
7: Um, I think the chemistry will be good, you know. Um, I think everybody will be more, uh, you know, I think the whole team will have more chemistry since, you know, all the younger guys are getting the year under their belt and, um jacob will you know he'll be an upperclassman, so we'll have a lot more experience as a team so as a unit well i think we'll be really good next year
3: have you talked a little bit with jake and andre particularly being being fellow guards along with you and, and jacob about getting through this first year of college basketball and remembering what your first year was like at wagner
7: yeah yeah i talked to um jake and jerry all the time you know i told him you know my first year was is, was tough too you know i went through a stretch where I wasn't making as many shots, and, you know, it's it's tough, but, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to keep pushing through, you know, eventually, you know, the shots that you want, they'll come.
3: What did you do when you weren't making shots?
7: Um, You know, I just try to impact the game in another way, you know. You know, if that's playing defense, you know, getting stops, you know, or individually stopping my man from scoring or getting rebounds or getting steals, anything like that. What's the part of your game you're working on the most
3: right now that you're enabled to do that because you don't have to play in the games?
7: Um, I would say just um, being more of a point guard, you know, just learning how to play off pick and rolls and um, learning when to take, you know, sometimes the easy shot, you know, so I'm just working on that. That's probably the main things I'm working on right now.
3: Marcus, how much time can you spend with Blake, kind of on those things like before practice starts or after practice is over? Or I always notice on game day you've got extra time, as I said, for for a guy who's sitting. out I know all teams do that with their with their transfers.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, now, it, it's it's tougher in the season because you, you start to really focus on uh, the the team, of course, and the, the upcoming games. But you know, Blake's been great about wanting to to get in the gym, and that makes it so much easier. So whether it's before practice, he's usually with the scout team. After practice, he, he's you know usually the first one asking me to shoot, uh, and then of course on game days uh, we can we can really put some time in and and work on different things. Uh, but you know one of the things I, I've noticed most about Blake and and w- which is just great is that he he said those things in the recruiting process like he wanted to get better at, at uh reading a, a pick and roll reading ball screen and he wanted to become a better defender and all those things and he's followed through on that stuff too and you know he's come to me and and um asked during a scout like you know what can i work on and, and give him kind of tips about where to throw passes and not that he mean he needs many but um being on the scout team provides him the opportunity to see a ball screen you know every single day and, and read the defense and come off and throw pocket passes and some of the things that don't always show up in our offense he's you know getting a full season uh to to work on those things and um you know saying it is one thing but you know he's he's doing it uh which not every player does
3: um i see a few practices but not all of them have you allowed blake to play with jacob gilliard a little bit in practice sessions moving forward
4: uh, yeah, probably not a ton, but we, we scrimmage a fair amount mm-hmm. in, in practice. And so whether we're going a half court scrimmage or a full court scrimmage, uh, I guess he's been on Jacob's team maybe three or four times in and, scrimmages, uh, a lot of times we'll split it up to give each of them one of the freshmen, mm-hmm. Andre and, and Jake. Uh, but it's, you know, there's obviously a, a high, very quick, very, very quick backcourt. And, um, you know, Jacob, I think is, uh, you know, Jacob is a very good shooter uh, Blake is a, is a great shooter uh, and I think they both really they, they complement each other really nicely and I, I also think they can play with the other guards re- really well And um, so when we have had them in there that's it's really hard to guard two guys who are so quick and so uh, aggressive minded in how they attack ball screens or just half court offense so uh, that, that should be something that's really really difficult for, for defenders to try to to try to choose because Blake, as as Marcus said, I, I think that uh, I feel like a, a big reason he came here is, was the style of play and that you know the opportunity to have the ball and to do things, not just come off screens and shoot the ball. And he's really really good at it. And um, I think that'll really be a, a a tall order for certain people to try to try to guard both those
3: guys. Before we go to the break, what has the strength and conditioning process been like for you this year? Because I've observed you know transfers you know jay de they become really tight with jay because he knows he can work them really really hard because you don't have to save it for the game what's the strength and conditioning process been like for you this year and can you talk a little bit about the injury that you had it looks like you're you're fully recovered from that
7: yes um the strength and conditioning um part has been great you know i'm basically in there seven seven days a week lifting so um it's good you know i can feel myself getting stronger and i just well i'm just looking to continue to build on that going through uh, going into the summer so um i'm just looking forward to that and um the injury i had this past summer i had to get surgery on um, my foot it wasn't really an injury it was just uh, like a procedure that i had to get done on my foot that was bothering me so i had to get that done which kind of set me back um earlier in the year so um but I'm, I'm fine now, you know, the recovery is good, and um, I'm just looking forward to next year.
3: You look fine on the court, I <laughs> yeah. can tell you that. I've seen enough of practices to know how good you are, and I've told Coach this before. I always try not to get too excited about guys who are sitting out a year because they don't have as much pressure on them, they don't have games to worry about, they don't have scouting report to worry about. But this is one guy that I got excited about, right, Chris? I told you that. Yes, you did. Not that my opinion means much, but that's one guy right there that I definitely got excited about, and you Spider fans will as well when he wears the game day uniform for real next year. Uh, Blake comes from quite the athletic family. We want to talk about that on the other side of the break. We will do that as our Spider Sports Line continues on ESPN Richmond and the Spider IMG Sports Network.
6: Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Visit Glory Days Grill in the West End at Glen Eagles Shopping Center or on the South Side at Harborside Loop. Monday features a 5 dollars burger night. Enjoy two tacos on Tuesday for 5 dollars Come in for Rib Wednesday at ten ninety nine. Nacho Thursday is a half order of nachos for 5 dollars And don't forget Fish Fry Friday at 9 dollars Glen Eagles is also featuring a Men's Basketball Spider Sports Line with head coach Chris Mooney and player guests. Mondays at 5.30 during the season. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. For all things Spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's richmondspiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's richmondspiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's richmondspiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's richmondspiders.com. 24-7, 365.
2: You're up and at them every day, so you don't want something like Medicare Part D to slow you down. At Walgreens, we'll take care of your Medicare Part D prescriptions, saving you time and money. Make the switch to Walgreens today and get more by earning 100 balance reward points and save up to $5 on each Medicare Part D prescription when Walgreens is your preferred pharmacy. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Prescription savings applies to Tier 1 generics when you fill out a preferred versus a non-preferred pharmacy on select plans. Points can't be earned in New York, New Jersey, or Arkansas. Other restrictions and limitations apply
1: oh hey hey did you hear my friend's company was the victim of an email impersonation attack it's a serious threat to every business what if cyber criminals target us and trick accounting into making a wire transfer don't worry we have barracuda so we're secured yeah barracuda uses artificial intelligence to detect and block spear phishing and account takeover attempts
7: what a relief
6: don't become a victim protect your business at barracuda.com barracuda Your journey secure.
3: Thanks for making us Richmond's number one choice for sports talk and play-by-play around the clock. We're 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN.
2: Let's get back to Glory Day's Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center for more of the Spider Sports Line. Once again, here's Bob Black with Coach Chris Mooney, live on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN and the Spider IMG Sports Network. KO out with it. Racing the other way. Drives all the way in. Kicks it back to Wojcik. Then the golden and the paint down
6: low to KO powers up and in for the right side.
4: Uh, good secondary break that time by the Spiders. Again, you, know, you could understand if they're pretty frustrated right now because things aren't going their way as far as hitting open looks. But really they continued the battle there, got after the loose rebound, and, and really got out in transition.
3: We are back on the road Wednesday night at frigid, cold St. Louis. Good thing we play indoors because it is, man, going to be cold Wednesday night in Missouri when the Spiders travel to St. Louis. That is a 7 o'clock Eastern game time, 6.30 our airtime on the Spider IMG Sports Network. Uh, 6 o'clock tip-off in the Central Time Zone. Out there, the game is also available on Fox Sports Midwest. So if you're on one of the cable packages or satellite networks, uh, you should be able to get it with your sports package on Fox Sports Midwest or as all Atlantic 10 games are on ESPN+. All right, second uh, half hour, a little bit well into our second half hour already with Blake Francis and Marcus Jenkins, our special guest with Coach Moody. Bob Black with you at Glory Days All right, Blake, let's go off the field a little bit, and you were talking with some of our great supporters and fans right here in front of you um, about your familiarity and your upbringing in the Commonwealth of Virginia that really ranges from the 757 at the beach all the way up to northern Virginia with you and your family, doesn't it? Tell us about that.
7: Yes, sir. um, Pretty much all of my family is from Hampton 757 area, but um, I was born and raised in Herndon, Virginia, which is uh, about 30 minutes outside of D.C., So um, I'm pretty familiar with, you know, 757 in North Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) And both
3: both your parents are familiar with Richmond because both of them went to Virginia Union, right? Yes, yes, both of them. How much of an influence was that on you coming to Richmond? Was there some talk from them knowing a little bit about the city
7: of Richmond? Um, Yes, it was. You know, they told me just how um, great of a community it is around here. And, you know, everyone's supportive uh, of you around here so like um that really helped throughout the recruiting process
3: now your dad played football at virginia union right and you have um one cousin who played football at liberty another who played football at uva that's marcus hagan so i think many of our uh, fans will recognize who played quarterback at uva was
7: there football in your background as well um yes it was i stopped playing football after sixth grade though (laughs) why um I just started to lean uh, more towards basketball, so I was just like, you know, I just put the football down, (laughs) just run with basketball.
0: Was
3: there any uh, chatter amongst uh, your football-playing family
7: members for you to keep playing football, or were they pretty much behind what you were doing? Um, Not really. They were pretty much behind, so they were just like, you know, if you want to play basketball, you might as well just stick with it. (laughs) Good decision. Good
3: decision. (laughs) And there was also a a year in there where you had some familiarity with uh, Grant Golden, didn't you?
7: Yes, uh, me and Grant played on the same uh, AAU team when we were like 9 or 10, I can remember. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Had you stayed
3: in touch with him, or had you lost touch over the years? And was he any influence at all, you know, when you were going through the recruiting process?
7: We stayed in touch. I've actually, like a couple years later, I played against Grant um, in the AAU tournament. So, yeah, uh We kept in touch, and we talked, you know, after that game. So, yeah, we've been in touch.
3: I'm sure he was excited to have you back on campus. Oh, yes, sir. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Marcus, you were leading me into a question to ask Blake during the commercial, but I'm going to let you be the broadcaster here since you know the story and ask the question of Blake's recruitment process that involves his dad as well. Is that right? right? Tell us. Yeah, so his
1: his dad, Carl Francis, Great, great guy. Uh, he's actually the uh, director of uh, communications for the NFL, right? Yeah. The last 20 years, and uh, so we we set up the official visit, had Blake and his his parents down, and uh, you know on official visits you're you're rolling out the red carpet essentially. You want to show them the the best parts of of Richmond, and of course want him to get to know the the staff and the head coach and the players and see a, a class, maybe meet a professor, but really just a couple days in the life. So after you know Blake is has Enjoyed it and committed. I got some inside info actually from his his mom and dad, and uh, when they arrived on campus, we were allowed to give them a meal that that evening, and we had uh, Mama Jay's downtown uh, cater a, a dinner for us. And I didn't know it at the time, but I should have known. Uh, you know, with the look on his dad's face when he he walked in the room, and we had Mama Jay's right there, and he was just like, "Oh my God." <laughs> And I've come to find out it's one of his favorite restaurants in Richmond. <laughs> he was in Richmond, uh, yep, right? Yep, you know, and unbeknownst to us. But we, we, uh, we, we nailed that one. And, and, uh, and then a, another little insider story after the visit take, takes place. And, and, you know, we thought that we, we did a pretty good job and Blake enjoyed it come to find out that his mom wanted him to commit on the visit and was actually upset at him <laughs> that he didn't commit during the visit. <laughs> As were the coaches. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> then you have sleep at Always. Always.
3: Till they sign. <laughs> right. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your dad. Uh, direct communications for the NFL Players Association. Not for the right, NFL, right. markets, because otherwise his phone would be ringing off the hook yeah. <laughs> about instant replay and overtime oh, yeah, right. and all of that right now. What uh, What is your dad's role now with, with the NFL Players
7: Association, Blake? Um, he pretty much uh, works with, like, all the problems that go through, got going throughout the NFL, so pretty much, like, any scandals or stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, um, he pretty much just uh, tries to help and solve those problems. And where is he right now? Um, he's in Atlanta. He is. For the Super Bowl. For the Bowl, Super yeah. Bowl.
3: you getting on a flight like Sunday morning and going <laughs> to the Super Bowl and taking uh, all your good friends here at this table with you. <laughs> I or? wish.
7: I wish. Would have been better last year, Chris, than <laughs> this year. I'm not quite as
3: excited about that. Um, how much did having all that kind of athletic background in your family kind of help you can it still help you help you even now as you go through college basketball that you've had that kind of upbringing we've asked that question yeah. i know of like jake Wojcik, obviously you had a dad has a dad who
7: coached and an uncle who coached and played as well how about for you uh it helps a lot because i can always get um advice from uh, anyone in my family you know i can always ask them for help or if i need something you know that's sports related or you know just anything like that i can get help from my brother my cousin my dad, anyone. So that's just really helpful. Uh, just really helpful.
3: How are things going off the court for you as far as acclimating yourself now with Richmond? Obviously, you had a full semester already to do that. And how much do you think that actually will help you next year when you are playing games to already know the routine of
7: University of Richmond life? Um, it's it's helped out a lot. You know, um, I think I'm pretty. I'm I think I'm pretty acclimated to uh, to the whole campus and um, just how they, just how we do things on and off the court. You know, so. I think I'll be ready for next year. For sure.
3: Chris, we have always criticized the graduate transfer rule, but the undergraduate transfer rule I think has been a pretty good one um, in Spider history. Yes, for sure.
4: You know, obviously uh, TJ turned out to be a <laughs> pretty good pretty good player. Um, you know, it's it's a tricky it's a it's it's tricky right now because um, you know, uh, Andre's coach from the national team from was Finland Zealand. was in town. Yep and uh, we had lunch and you know he talked about how restrictive the transferring is and of course as college coaches you think it's it's not quite that right, restrictive sure. so it's just a tricky thing you know I was uh we, we we when Ryan Butler was here last week I was thinking you know um he had two freshman years you know he redshirted he right. played a little bit and then redshirted and you know I think at the end of his fresh of his second freshman year you'd say boy this guy he, he might have a hard he's gonna have a hard time playing at Richmond and in the NCAA tournament game, he was our best player and leading scorer against St. Mary's, and you know for a for the team that's ranked in the top 25 in the country. So it it, it there sometimes it takes time. You know it's just a, it's just an interesting thing. You know and you you know we're thrilled with Blake, and I think he's going to have a really a great 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 career. Um, you know and, and but, but on both sides of it, it's it's a it's a it's kind of a difficult thing to navigate, and you want to try to. Have it obviously enhance your program as much as possible, but um, and, and, but not on the other flip side, you don't want it to hurt your program. Mm-hmm.
3: Hey, Blake, let me finish up with you. We'll we'll let you go. You can grab something to eat. and I know. Get back to campus and and all of that. But I had mentioned earlier that when we go on the road, you can't go with. That's part of the the transfer rule. How do you keep up with the games when we're on the road? Are you watching them on TV? Is it not something you watch? You just follow on Twitter. Are you maybe even you know once in a while maybe listening on the radio, wink, wink, nod, nod. Okay. How do you kind of follow what's happening? It's got to be a little bit weird for you, isn't it?
7: Yes, I watch every game. I had um, the ESPN Plus, so I go watch every game. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely tuned in. It's a good game. way
3: to do it. Jacob Gilliard promoted the ESPN Plus as well, so <laughs> it's a really good thing to have, certainly. All right, well, thank you for being with us tonight. Uh, we will certainly have you back over the next couple of years uh, when you're back out there on the court playing for the Spiders. Thanks for coming in tonight. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Marcus, I'm going to ask you to stick around for our final segment. We'll do some X's and O's, some coach talk with you and Coach Mooney. We'll take a break. We'll come back and do that. Final segment of our Spider Sports Line coming up on ESPN Richmond and the
0: Spider IMG Sports Network. Do you suspect that a woman could be pregnant with your child right now? If you aren't married to the child's mother, your rights as a father could be at risk. By registering with the Virginia Birth Father Registry before or within 10 days of your child's birth, you can help prevent your future child from being placed into foster care or for adoption without your knowledge. You can also explore options to co-parent or assume sole custody. Don't miss your chance to be a dad. For more information, visit www.vabirthfatherregistry.com. You know their names. You know their uniform numbers. You
3: probably even know their stats. Now get to know them. Richmond student athletes tell their remarkable stories in their own words. It's Spider Voices. Check it out at spidervoices.com and on spider
0: social media. Nothing says I love you like a diamond. For centuries and across cultures, it's remained the universal symbol of love, romance, and commitment. And at Diamonds Direct this Valentine's, we're making it easier than ever to celebrate your love with diamond jewelry she'll cherish for a lifetime. Join us February 4th through the 14th for our best offer ever. Five years, zero interest financing with nothing down on any purchase. Choose from a special expanded selection of the most romantic gifts. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, and bands. Get the guaranteed best price and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And yes, all engagement rings are included. So come on, make it an unforgettable day for her with a special gift that symbolizes your love and commitment like nothing else. It's Diamonds Direct's spectacular Valentine's celebration with in-store appearances from top jewelry designers and expanded selection including gifts as low as $200 and five years zero-interest financing on approved credit. February 4th through the 14th only, and only at Diamonds Direct. Sure Pump, West Broad Village. Hey, golfers, hit more fairways for less green with the Virginia State Golf Association VIP Golf Card. For just $65, VIPs enjoy special pricing and VIP savings while supporting college scholarships. Order your VIP card today at vsga.org. 99.5
2: and 1027 ESPN are honoring the people making a difference in the life of your child. Nominate an individual who's a positive effect in the community as the Call Federal Credit Union Coach of the Month. Go to ESPNRichmond.com to register. Just tell us the name of the person you're nominating, the team they're coaching, and the reason you're sending us his or her name. Winners will be selected monthly and recognized during the Black and Drew Sports Huddle. The Coach of the Month is sponsored by Call Federal, passionately local banking, dedicated to being your financial coach.
1: The U.S. is projected to add 10 million jobs over the next five years. But in Virginia, one in eight high schoolers don't even graduate with their class. This is your chance to use your vote to make a positive impact for the future generations to come. Text FUTURE to 225568 to learn more from XQ. Message and data rates may apply
3: luck chevrolet has been the chevy truck expert since 1916 and they've got something for everyone there's economical suvs like tracks and equinox people haulers like traverse tahoe and suburban and pickups like the mid size colorado to the one-ton silverado let luck find the right fit for your job or lifestyle call them at 804-798-9261 shop online at luckchevrolet.com or stop by their convenient lot on u.s route one in ashland and buy your next truck from luck luck chevrolet since 1916 For all
6: things Spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's richmondspiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's richmondspiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's richmondspiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's richmondspiders.com.
3: We're the only station giving you five hours of local sports talk every weekday. You guys are the best station in town. Join in on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
2: This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
3: Welcome back, Spider Sportsline, our final segment coming up. We got about uh, seven or eight minutes. If uh, you got a question, by all means, we would certainly take that. Got a couple of the email questions we will shoot at Coach Mooney and also uh, Coach Jenkins, who's joining us here uh, this evening. We had Rob. before long i see mark mcgonigal is in the house tonight maybe we'll get him and steve thomas one week as well if i remember correctly coach steve thomas pretty entertaining when we put a microphone in yeah, front of him he isn't a question. he question he is he really yes. is yeah. and on bus trips and planes and everywhere else <laughs> he, he's pretty entertaining as well um Marcus, let's talk a little bit about uh, your role, what you like best about the things you're doing in your role right now, and and what are kind of some of the challenges in your role at this point as uh, associate head coach for the Spiders?
1: Sure, yeah. Well, th- the thing I, I like most is working with the players. I mean, that, that's, that's easy. Um, I, I think any coach would probably say that. Uh, coach Mooney allows us to, you know, do everything, everything, uh, you know, from – Obviously, the the beginning of it is the the recruiting and, and attempting to to get them to Richmond, and uh, but once they're here, you know, getting to spend those those four years with them and, and seeing them develop uh, from year to year over a summer is, is something that's really special, and you know something that we as assistants have a ton of input in, um, and then also you know of course the hands-on part and. and and the perfect example, I, I think that that everybody has seen is uh, Nathan Kao from his freshman mm-hmm. year to his sophomore year. It, you know, he's had the the jump and the the, the type of development that um, you know isn't always seen. You know, especially from a freshman mm-hmm. to a sophomore, and and you know, you always guys always get older, but they don't always develop that quickly mm-hmm. in that way, and, and go to a guy that you know we. Have begin to, begun to begun to count on and and oh, yeah. you know he's becoming more and more consistent and um, even even when only taking two point shots you know yes. so the, the the scout is obviously out on him and he's still finding a way yes, yes. Uh, you know he's such a dynamic player in that way so uh, working with the guys day in and day out and, and developing a relationship with them and uh, you know from the beginning uh, the the recruiting through their graduation is something um, like I said coach to kind of just run with and it's something really special chris you have the unique opportunity to have coached
3: marcus at air force when you were an assistant coach there so you've had him as a player and now on your staff what is that dynamic like i know it's a relatively long time ago now <laughs> that you coached him as a player <laughs> relatively not that long, long ago. Time ago. <laughs> not that long but relatively yeah, yeah. long
4: time ago well it's great you know um obviously marcus was um you know he, he and i uh had a good relationship with the air force academy because when i was the uh when i was the assistant uh for marcus's uh, sophomore and junior he was really the 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 main most important guy on the scout team and so we worked and i did at the time i did all the uh did all the scouts and so um you know so we got to be close there and and so i really got to learn how competitive he was um how uh how sp- how much he knew the game how much of his feel for the game how much he loved the game and so when we had the opportunity here the first time when he came it was it was very impressive to me and then of course I have such respect for anybody who's gone to the Air Force Academy and um you know served the country and and things like that so um you know that was it, it's really special to, to have him here and then as he kind of grows professionally and and moves up the ladder and one day i will be a head coach himself so it's it's uh, it's great to have him here
3: Let me finish up with you guys, X's and O's, coaching. Um, And we did have an email question on this, and I always like to try and get these in if people take the time to send them to us. Chris, we had talked about the Spiders changing defenses and how effective that was at the start of the show tonight. How about the other side of the spectrum when teams go from man to man and they switch to zone and Marcus, as St. Joe's did Mm -hmm. the other night and the struggles that we've had offensively against the zone what's that challenge like what are you trying to do to to make the offense as fluid against zone as it has been against man-to-man
4: yeah so i, I would say that um you know that, that has it has been a challenge for us and you know the, the statistic that shows up the most is we, we've shot poorly uh, when teams have gone zone uh, and so i think the other night we made such a concerted effort at st joe's to really throw the ball inside you know to mostly grant and nate um, and I think we lost some of the fluidity of, of moving the ball around uh, that we had had previously. And we didn't just shoot inside shots, and we hadn't only shot three point shots before, but we had really made a concerted effort. And I think we did lose some of that fluidity. And part of it is, you know, the thinking that's involved, and the and the you know the slowing down that a zone makes you do, and probe, and look at other things. I think that has had that hasn't been good. That hasn't it has been a good uh, strategy for the opponent. Uh, and we, we need to get more and more comfortable. we play a lot of zone scrimmages and do some things where the, the defense has six players in a zone and all those kinds of things um, but really it, it's going to come down to you know when we see it in a game and we handle it and do well and, and we, we have you know there have been games where we have done that uh, but more consistently and, and, and trying to develop that confidence that comes with with um, kind of we, the word like shredding a zone. Uh, and you want your mentality to be that, hey, they went zone because they couldn't play a man-to-man. That should be a confidence boost,
3: not something that makes you concerned with, with the next possession. And we're, we're working hard toward that. What do you try to do from your perspective, Marcus, to, to help these guys get through that? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's really just trying to get them as comfortable and as confident going against the zone or, or whatever the defense right. is mm-hmm. as they can. And, um, you know, as the assistant, who that was my scout. And, you know, knowing that they would probably go zone at some point, I actually thought we'd see more of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, in the days leading up, just preparing for it and and knowing that we would see multiple defenses and, you know, trying to get as comfortable as we can moving the ball against the zone. The passes are a little bit different. The angles are a little bit different. The openings are a little bit different. So, you know, for a young team, just becoming – confident in making those passes and the type of shots that are going to be open and and uh you know just the kind of looks that you're going to get from that
3: all right hey thanks for coming in always enjoy having you here and talking basketball with you thanks for bringing the family in as well i'm sure they're enjoying a nice meal here at glory days you can go join them for dinner (laughs)
1: appreciate it bob all right marcus jenkins spider
3: associate head coach thanks to blake francis our special player guest chris thanks we'll see you in st louis wednesday night when the spiders meet the billigan's Thanks very much, Bob. I appreciate it. And back here again next Monday night at 5.30. Thank you all for being here tonight. Take care of your servers as well. We'll see you back here next Monday night and at the Robin Center Saturday when we host LaSalle at 6 o'clock. Airtime Wednesday is 6.30 from St. Louis, 6.30 Eastern time Wednesday night. Mitchell Bradley on location. Matt Josephs in the studio. Bob Black Saints so along for the Spider Sports Line on ESPN Richmond and the Spider IMG Sports Network.
2: You've been listening to the Spider Sports Line with Coach Chris Mooney, live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center, 10466 Ridgefield Parkway. Tonight's show has been brought to you by
0: CarMax,
2: Virginia Birth Father Registry,
0: Glory Days Grill,
2: and Lux Chevrolet. Join us Monday nights from 5.30 to 6.30 throughout the college basketball season for the Spider Sports Line. A live presentation of the Spider IMG Sports Network and your home of the Spiders, ESPN Richmond.